You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons podcast. Visit mashthosebuttons.com for a full podcast schedule. Welcome to another episode of Watchpoint Radio, Mash Those Buttons podcast dedicated to Overwatch and its community. I am Jared, also known as Ja, and I am here with Josh Kinder, hey. also known as Kinder. It's your boy, now with 40% less F-bombs, Skinny Penis. <laughs> That's a little bit of an inside joke, but I mean, now I have to explain it, right? <laughs> now, I got, now, now I got to explain it. Yeah. <laughs> so... We, we, we're trying this new thing because all of our shows are explicit, right? The, uh, uh, here, mash those buttons. But the thing is, like, they don't have to be labeled explicit. So we're going to try to see if we can kind of calm it down a little bit, you know? Like, this one's still going to be explicit. So we're trying not to say fuck so much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to have to, like, do a tactical bleep right there. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what we're, we're trying to avoid. Like, I, and that's really my fault, folks. We're trying to, avoid, you know, I'm trying to calm it down. But I'm from New Jersey. I can't really help it. You know, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, actually, I was going to say something else, but I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> what you can do is like find some particular soundbite from Overwatch, like a diva dying or falling off a cliff or something and use that instead of a bleep. A reaper. It has to be a reaper falling off of a cliff. <laughs> 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 oh, reaper and Zenyatta have the funniest, in my opinion, like sounds. Oh, I think Zenyatta's got the best one. <laughs> charged by Reinhardt or falling off of a cliff. So we'll get that. But back on track. This is episode number 156. We are recording on April 23rd for release on April 24th. Not much going on Overwatch, but that doesn't matter. We still talk Overwatch every week here. So we're actually going to get Kenders, uh, you know, what he thinks of the event because he was out last week. We're also going to talk about should mechanics trump game sense? And that, that's something that came from the forums. And also another topic that came from the forums is uh, can, should we be subbing out one of the events for maybe a community appreciation event? You know, if so, which one? And what do you want to see during this community appreciation event? So uh, those are two, two, two good topics that the Overwatch community generated. And I just wanted to you know explore those on the show. But before we get to that, I'd like to welcome anybody listening for the very first time. Uh, thanks for checking out Watchpoint Radio. We do talk Overwatch news and competitive and esports, but the primary focus of the show is the community and the state of the game. So even when we do talk about those topics, it does revolve around that. All right. So if you do enjoy the show, you want to keep up with what's going on with us, just follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash watchpoint radio. And we would love to have you join us on our Discord as well with the new with the you know working again link, discord.me slash mash those buttons and i just want to give a shout out to everybody who joined the discord even when that link was broken shout out to you guys i didn't even uh, know right? the link was broken because <laughs> we had a decent amount of people still joining the discord on a regular basis i have no idea so. how long it's been down either we just found it that one day when that guy from apex had me yeah exactly so thank you guys very much for coming in and even finding us even though i was giving out bad information on the show 
And as always, I want to thank any returning listeners. We really do appreciate you guys, whether you are coming back for the first time or the 155th time. Thank you very much for, you know, hanging out with us every week and listen to what we babble about. Have some new subscribers on Twitch. Actually, two resubs and actually technically, okay, I'll just get into it. Miggy to Z, a resub, six months. Thank you very much, Miggy. Really do appreciate what you do, uh, especially with your Facebook group, Heroes of Overwatch. And uh, Big Juicy Hog was subscribing again. Hasn't I don't think he's really been playing Overwatch that much. But uh, yeah, he he hopped on to listen to me babble about the Samito video on Thursday. So he subscribed. Thanks a lot, Big Juicy Hog. Really do appreciate that. And Fozzie Bear, resub for seven months. What a trooper. Going after that Blazing Bob record, I guess. So I think the only way you're going to get it is if you kill Bob, though. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, Bob wears that with pride. So thank you guys very much for becoming subscribers or resubscribing. And uh, no new patrons this week. And no community feedback this week. So we can kind of just hop into the topics here. Kinder, how, what are you thinking about the event? I, I got to play the event um, probably three or four days uh, this past week after I got home from jury duty. <laughs> uh, that was a lot. Right. But uh, I actually had a little bit of free time with, you know, with no kids, no work or anything else like that, which is fucking rare for me. Freaking rare for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I expect to hear. I expect to hear a Reaper death noise there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I, even though it's not explicit, maybe I should just start adding them in because it'll be a lot of fun, right? Right. <laughs> just adding in over random words. How could you? How did you use the F word there? Yeah, because we got talent. That's how. Right. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. But, uh, I got to play it, and you know, first time on on normal mode or hard mode whichever one is the uh the second uh lowest difficulty. that's hard that's hard but it, but it's actually normal everybody knows I know, it's everybody BS. knows but, uh beat that one the first time with randos no problem and went the expert lost lost that one one time but then pretty quickly uh beat it up and then from that point on it was legendary only and um as far as all of the archives event goes or as far as the, all the events go for archives uh I agree with what you said on the last show. It's it's definitely the weakest archives. Um, in terms of like the cutscene and everything before it, one of the best, if not the best. I really liked it. Um, and everything that they did with it, and Mercy's cool little like flashbang ability that, that was really cool. Um, and I wish they would do more of that kind of stuff. You know, even though the event was kind of lackluster, that almost made up for it. Um, and like you said last week, you know, there's no really nothing new. Uh, in terms of enemies and the weather effects were there, but eh. um, something we talked about in pre-show is that difficulty curve between expert and legendary is freaking huge. Like jumping from absolutely hard to hard to um, uh, whatever the hell the next one is. Uh, well, what is, well, I mean, it's like it goes from it goes uh, easy hard expert legendary expert so. that was it so like between hard and expert it's not that huge a jump it's like okay this is kind of what i expected but then from expert to legendary it's like it is absolutely ridiculous we've gotten close to beating it quite a few times i still haven't quite cleared it because i can't get anybody that i normally play with to do the event with me um because i was on at weird times and i don't have time a lot a lot of time to get on when everybody else is Right. Uh, and I, I think a lot of our group could probably clear it uh, pretty easy with a good four stack. 
but uh, with randoms, it's it's been like virtually impossible to clear out, and we've gotten really close a few times. Those big tank dudes, like a legendary, they are unfreaking stoppable. And if you get somebody yeah, dead you, like right in front of them, it's over. Right. Yeah. It, t- it takes a bunch of uh, coordination for sure, and I think strategic use of the mercy reds, like that's right. You know, I, I think that that is really helpful. So, I mean, but it's legendary, right? It is built for you to work together with a team. Like, that is the one that you're supposed to get your I friends. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about the difficulty like Sekiro style. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm joking. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just saying the expert should be closer in the com- com- more comparable difficulty to legendary than it is. You know, it's like going from. I don't know. It's it's like going from a game that you thought was hard to like Dark Souls one, <laughs> right? Exactly. Like it, it, you know, the the real difficulties are easy, normal, hard, and then you get like you know your uh, you know your your new game plus hardness. Like you know, what did, what did Borderlands call it? Like, did you beat Border? You beat Borderlands too, right? I never played Borderlands. Oh, fuck. Ooh, ooh, call that one. <laughs> 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 no but um yeah sorry that was dude who who was really in the borderlands too uh which you should still play by the way but still um <laughs> yeah borderlands 2 once you beat it there's a vault hunter mode right like you know right. so it's like the new game plus but everything is much harder you know everything starts at max level <laughs> you know which is pretty cool so that that's nice. the, what the legendary is supposed to be so yeah right? it's pretty much like easy normal hard sekiro <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah 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 this i mean you're not the only person who has been disenfranchised with the event um the general consensus is people because i mean i'm not I, i'm not wrong when i say this is the event that people are looking forward to yearly this is the, the yearly the people looking forward to this event yearly people who don't play overwatch come back for this event because it's what they want Right. They should have known. They should have known from the first archives that wow, this is really big. People really want something like this, and they should have been working on it. I'm not saying Jeff Kaplan and his team should have worked on it. That the current Overwatch team should have, you know, uh, you know, kind of, you know, broken, so broken a team off and you know made stuff for this specifically archives. But Blizzard should have put more resources, and if they were going to put more resources resources into Overwatch, this could have been it. This could have been it. I would tend yeah. to agree, but also that that uh that stream that Jeff Kaplan had where he talked about all the stuff that they've got coming and all the stuff they're working on kind of like lessened the blow a bit because it does seem like they have a lot of crap in the works that they've been doing. I'm not saying they're not doing anything. That is not what I'm saying at all. I, I do appreciate that they're working on feature content, which I, you know, that you can interpret that in different ways, but I do believe when they say feature content, they mean they're adding features to the game to improve quality of life. That's what I right. think is coming. And I appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. I'm just talking about Blizzard as a whole, right? I mean, leave Jeff Kaplan and his team to deal with Overwatch proper as they built it, right? And you get another team to work specifically on the PVE content and you release PVE packs. You know, that could have been another revenue stream for them. You know, right. If you bought Overwatch, fine. Everything that we put, because they said everything in Overwatch will be free after you bought. There will be no paid DLC, right? They're not going to charge for any characters. They're not going to charge for any maps or anything like that. That's fine. You know, 
but they kind of block, locked themselves into a corner because the only revenue stream they had was loot boxes and people got tired of that really fast. And even that can be fixed, right? Even the loot box situation can be fixed because if I could buy a legendary loot box, I would probably feel better than buying a pack of 20, you right. know, uh, you know, or if I could buy loot boxes for specific characters that I would feel better about that too. But, and we know you can do that. We know they have golden loot boxes. We know that you can do character specific loot boxes. They've done it with Hammond for sure. I can't remember if they did it for anybody else after that. I can't remember if they did. Can't remember but, if they did either. I mean, they could fix that. They could sell credits directly. If I want this skin, I can buy enough credits to, to do it. So they could fix that. But, you know, they they could have another revenue stream in that. Well, we said that every all the, you know, maps and characters would be free. But this is totally different content. This is PvE content, not PvP content. And people would pay for it. If every year they came out with a pack of, like, you know, five uh, scenarios or something like that, people would pay for that. Right. They would. So I just think it's a missed opportunity. Don't don't take me don't get me wrong thinking that I'm being ungrateful or thinking that they're just kind of sitting on their ass because I don't. I don't I don't believe Blizzard's or Activision is paying someone to go to work and make bad games. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or be unproductive. It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I just think they could have actually, you know, it, it would have been a great revenue stream. But yeah, the the community overall seems to be a bit down. I think, like I said, a lot of people were looking forward to this, and they're like, "This is it. This is the whole thing." I can't even ride the bike. Right. <laughs> you know what, that? That, that's what got me. The first time I finished it up, I was like, "Okay, cool. There's a new area after we break down this wall." No, that was it. And I was like, "Yeah, that was it. Is that, is that for real?" Like, I wish I'd have played it on a harder difficulty, so it would have taken me a few times first. <laughs> yeah, and the, the 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 yeah, it's just people were just kind of disappointed and then this one only took about six months for them to develop they said they took the, this one took six months for them to develop. and it shows no new enemies at all like the, all the enemies all the character models for the enemies were from retribution right you know? pretty much the only well, they, thing that i noticed other than the map and the weather effects that was new was their uh their spawn uh how the enemy spawned in with the smoke yes yes they, yeah. yeah and that was a little bit lazy but it was also like oh that's kind of cool <laughs> it was super it's especially if you have it on a low like because a lot of us play on low res for for max frames dude when i saw the smoke the little <laughs> thin ass smoke and then yes. the enemies just appeared in i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, so i do but well, gotta be honest though i do hope that they don't start putting weather effects into maps Mainly because I don't think it's going to be worth it. It's just no, not from what most, we saw there. Exactly, most of the people, even on the hard, even on the highest graphics setting, even on Epic, it doesn't. It's not that fantastic, and it, it doesn't feel. It's like it's just not worth it. People are going to have their graphics on low anyway. The 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 appeal of it will go down pretty fast. So right now, something I would like to see um, would be a map with interior areas and then exterior areas that you can go through like that. That had like heavy fog because that's not resource intensive. You know, that just reduce that's reducing your um, not field of vision. Uh, I forget what it is. View distance. View distance. Uh, so like have a have a heavy fog area where you can like, oh, shit, there's you run into people there. Uh, things like that. Almost like a Silent Hill part of the map or something, you know. Right. I think that would mean, be a lot the, of fun. It would be a lot of fun, but it wouldn't be competitive. Right. I guess, you know. A lot of games, or or I'll put it to you like this, communities, what we used to do, 
back in my day. But like what, <laughs> what happens, you know, developers will put out maps for their games and the competitive community would remake the map. They call it like the LE edition or the CE edition, like the competitive edition of the map and remove all of the extraneous shit from the map. You know, if this thing was in the way if this, if this like little tree affected like the, like the field of vision, like, you know, for something and it wasn't like a tactical thing, it was just like a decoration thing. Boom, pull it right out, you know, stuff like that. They would, they would do that and make competitive editions of the maps. So they, they do need to watch out for putting just like, you know, a bunch of special effects stuff in their maps for the sake of it, because it can, you, you want to remove as much cheese and randomness from your game as possible for it to be competitive. Other than that, it's just a joke. You know, that's why destiny should never be played competitively. Seriously. Gotta be honest <laughs> with you, <laughs> you know? So, but, um, yeah, I mean, so, I mean, you're kind of on the same track with everybody else. I'm, I, I don't think, uh, you know, I, I was looking forward to this event. It is a bit disappointing, but I am looking forward to seeing what they have for the anniversary. You know, yeah, I think I think I went into, yeah, I think I went into that last week. Uh, but so I won't go into it again. I just want to hear what you had to say. I know I'm trying not to cover it. everything you did, but you, you're pretty much at the same mindset. So right. like, <laughs> it would just be repeating everything you said. Right, right. I got you. Uh, before we continue, I do want to bring up something uh, in case you missed it on stream. So a bunch of people sent me that link to this Amito video of him talking about the current state of Overwatch and how to fix the current state of Overwatch. And I, I didn't want to bring it up on an episode. I didn't want to make it a full segment on an episode. And the reason I did not want to make a full make it a full segment on an episode is because it is literally what we have been talking about for years at this point. You know, if you guys remember, if you've been listening for a while, back in I think like July-ish of 2018, maybe June of 2018, I said. I I, I kind of want to stop talking about the problems. We know what the problems are. Blizzard knows what we think the problems are, what we perceive the problems to be. They know. They're aware. The, uh, the forums makes, them, makes it clear all the time. Instead of talking problems, I'd rather talk solutions. You know, viable solutions. And that's what we've been doing since then. And this video, he does provide solutions like you know he what what happened is he provided results of a solution like he didn't actually provide solutions to a lot of things he was talking about a few things he did but uh not not a lot of them so what i did last thursday is that i did a stream that ended up like the first two hours of it is me breaking down that video and talking about certain things so if you are interested in that response Go to twitch.tv slash smash those buttons. It is a VOD right now. I don't intend on saving it because it is things that we have covered extensively on this show, right? That, that, so there's really no point in bringing it back up. But if you're interested, it is on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash smash those buttons, all right? So moving on, there was a forum post, and it was called Mechanics Should Trump Game Sense. And it says, I agree Game Sense should help you fight to a degree but there should be always be a clear-cut way to win off raw talent. This game is moving to heavily he, moving heavily in the direction of no aim, no brain, and we want its retu- it returned to its former glory. Um I disagree with this. This is this is this topic was getting a, a lot of traction. 
And I got I, I got to be honest, I kind of disagree that mechanics should trump game sense. So basically is what he's saying is that if you don't have good game sense, but you have killer aim, you should be able to win. You know? And just based off of the type of game that Overwatch is, I strongly disagree. Even though um, Blizzard has been pumping up the DPS characters, it's still not that type of game, right? Imagine, like, you know, this is a team fight game. It's a team fight and strategy game. That's what separates Overwatch from its counterparts, right? You know, plus you just have certain characters that don't take a ton of mechanical skill. Not every character takes a ton of mechanical skill. You know, Reinhardt doesn't take a ton of mechanical skill, but he's extremely useful. Um, I don't think D.Va takes a ton of mechanical skill, but she's still useful. You know, what about characters like that? <laughs> like, I, I, I just, I disagree with it. Uh, it was a, it, there was a good discussion going on in the forums about it, though. But what do you think, Kendra? I agree with what you're saying. Um, I think maybe it's a misinterpretation of, uh, of what some people perceive the real problem to be, um, which is the where we think it should be a top-down balancing philosophy versus the bottom-up. Uh, right. you, you know, Blizzard has made it pretty clear that they want accessibility in this game, and they've made characters specifically for that <laughs> mercy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, accessibility is not necessarily a bad thing in a game, and it can be if it's done properly. It's not bad for a competitive game, but it's really hard to make a game both accessible and highly skill based. But at the same time. I think this guy might be confusing skill with simply mechanical skill because game sense is an actual skill. Somebody that knows how to play the game at the highest level uh, can coach a team of people that are just okay to beat a team of people that are a bit more mechanically skilled than them every time. Right, exactly. Like, even if he's playing a hit scan character, you still need game sense right you need to know where they are uh, what their abilities are how to position so that you have the advantage but they can't get to you you know stuff like that you need need to know when you should be engaging disengaging when you should be using your alt and when you shouldn't be and all that has to do with game sense right you know and if you have it doesn't matter how good you are in Widowmaker if you have a half decent Winston diving your ass (laughs) mechanics go out the freaking window at that point for yeah. you. And if your team doesn't have the game sense to cover your ass when you're getting jumped by Winston, where's your mechanics now? Where is your God now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I think that might be part of the part of maybe why they're upset. Like maybe they're a God widow. Well, they're actually not a God widow. If widows get in trouble, if uh, Winston's getting in trouble, but, right? They're, they're mechanically know. excellent widow with shitty widow game sense. Exactly. Yeah. So instead of complaining, about you know game sense overtaking mechanical skill maybe you should just up your game get better at the game <laughs> you know yeah literally get good <laughs> yeah like yeah so actually that was the title last week don't get mad get good you know but it's you know the reason overwatch works as a competitive game even though it has accessibility like mercy is accessible uh Brigitte's accessible. I'm trying to think of some other really accessible characters. Winston doesn't require mecha- like a bunch of mechanics, right? So let's say he's accessible if you don't know how to aim. He's all game sense, right? <laughs> you know, Winston's like all game sense. Mercy's all game sense. 
Brigitte is like all game sense. When do you stun? When do you hit? You know, stuff like that. So actually, Brigitte is a little less than game sense, but we were not going to do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the reason why this game still works competitively, even though a lot of the characters are accessible, is because if the game isn't about the individual, the game is about the team. You know, and you could say that Counter Strike is about the team too, right? And then Counter Strike requires a ton of mechanical skill, but you literally can have a carry in Counter Strike. Or, you know, you can have a team and have a carry, right? You can have somebody who is so good, like let's say uh, B at Dust 2, that the enemy is like, yo, we just can't go there. And you know where they're going to go every time at <laughs> that point. They're going to go to A. B is closed, you know? You can have that in Counter Strike where you can't. I mean, you can't, uh, depending on who you're playing against, right? If you're playing a, a, against a team of equal skill, you're not going to have a hard carry. In order to have a hard carry in Overwatch, it, it, there had to be a mismatch. Had to be. Right. You know? So, I mean, Overwatch, is a t- it, it really is a team-based game with, uh, you know, where the challenge is. You know, because Overwatch just is not mechanically hard, right? Even hitscan characters are not really mechanically hard. You know, like right. super hard, right? I mean, you could even um, go as far as as far as to say that Overwatch is a game of win conditions, whereas a lot of other FPSs, the win condition is shooting better than the other guy. Fucking, that's it. Uh, in Overwatch, much of the time, the win condition is getting rid of their widow or uh, area denial on a certain certain point or stopping their Zarya from getting her ult off at the right time or killing Zenyatta first uh, before you go in and wipe the rest of the team. You know, things like that. There, are, In every team fight, there is a win condition. And, and sometimes it's for the entire game uh, there's a win condition, especially if there's one person that is doing their job so well that it is preventing you from progressing further. Yeah. And sometimes you have to be able to analyze, right? You can't just be sitting there like so mad, like, oh, I keep dying. Like, why do I keep dying? What's happening? It's not always what you see on the surface either, you know? Like, it's not always what you see on the surface. Like, okay, that widow keeps headshotting you, but is the widow the actual problem or the fact that you can't have somebody pressure the widow a little bit, you know? is like, you know, because, I mean, any hit scan is going to be decent if they don't get bothered <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of the time in in low to mid gold you can play soldier and if you take the high ground you win um pro tip for any of you uh dps players in in gold just take soldier go to high ground you win because <laughs> people right. just don't think to contest you like they're too busy focusing on the mass of your teammates you know getting in that weird little fight and meanwhile, you're on the high ground, a soldier, no one's paying you any attention, and you're just raining fire down on him. Winston jumps, you just run away a little bit, heal up, and then come back and start shitting on him again. It's it's happened plenty of times in games I've been in. Absolutely. I, that's the thing. Like it's, I don't know. I, I think it'll be... Overwatch definitely wouldn't have... Well, one, it would have never caught the eye of as many people as it has. Um. If it was if it wasn't as accessible as it is, that's one of the reasons why Overwatch was as successful as it as it was on launch. Because I don't, I can't even tell you how many people I've talked to that never played a shooter before before Overwatch, you know, and now they they this is their introduction to competitive games. 
And the game can get super competitive. It really can. You know, and it's fun to play that way, in my opinion. But yeah, I don't think, I really disagree that mechanics should just guarantee you a win. Right? No, I mean, especially if that's not the case, in a game like this. Right, exactly. If that's the case, you know, why, ha- like, turn it into like an arena shooter, just like an arena shooter where everybody, you know, where everybody has, uh, you know, uh, equivalent weapons. And then th- that if you want it to be that, if you want it to be that fair, right, make sure everybody has equivalent weapons and turn it, maybe give them different specials. Oh, right. That game is quick, you know, champions. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, even go further back, fucking GoldenEye. If, if you want a game that's nothing but mechanics, play that. Well, yeah, like I'm saying like, you know, there, but there's a game that exists right now that that is that right. The, the usually the better mechanics win. I mean, don't get me wrong. Arena shooters are, are, are can they're not as deep as Overwatch, but they do have mechanics and, and right. strategy besides shooting the other person in the face and aiming like, you know, map control, real map control, weapon denial, uh, power up denial, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just sounds to me like you want to play a different game. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know? or actually at that point, the best example I can think of whatsoever would be like Halo SWAT. Like that is a purely mechanical, nothing else to it. Game type. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm not shitting on people that want to play games like that, man. I love arena. Oh shooters. yeah. I fucking so, love yeah. shit like that. So specifically, I, I love arena shooters because everyone is equal. And the thing that does matter are like, you know, mainly your mechanics and in the case of some arena shooters like um unreal like your movement you know uh but for for the most part like what the things that i love about overwatch are different <laughs> you know and I, right. I would like to keep it that way all right okay so with that being the case let's move on to community appreciation event which was this was i uh you know, somebody in the Overwatch forums as well. He says, in my opinion, Summer Games is the weakest event of them all, and I would like to see it converted into an OW community appreciation event. Given that there are so many artists with creative skin concepts, streamers with unique catchphrases, and it's during summer vacation, a time where the game is played and streamed more often, this would be a great way for Blizzard to show their appreciation to its players and community as an alternative to creator codes, etc. Is it is it too late for this? Probably, but it will be amazing if they tried. Obviously, these things would be non-canon and strictly for fun laughter. Doom can get an unlucky voice line for Chipsa. Lucio can get a Aya Aya, I guess, for Red Shell, and Tracer can get a I'm not Defran for Kabaji or Kabahi. I'm not sure. So on, I never. I mean, I don't watch streamers. I know who Defran is. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so on and. So on and so forward, it would also be a great way to incorporate mainstream culture into the game my creating dances and memes as emotes, victory poses, or highlight intros, and obviously name the skins after the artists who created them. So he wants more Fortnite and Overwatch, essentially. That's what he wants. More Fortnite and Overwatch. But I mean, I mean, it's not a bad business. I, I ain't mad at him. I mean, I, 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 I don't think that's a bad idea. I think... I honestly think that Blizzard really missed opportunities by not teaming up with outside parties to get skins in the game. You know, they should, I, you know, Fortnite teamed up with Marvel, you know, for skins and for events. Why can't Overwatch, man? I don't see why not, you know, 
especially since Overwatch takes place in the real world. I mean, Blizzard exists inside of Overwatch, you know, because we uh, would play right. Hearthstone and stuff like that. It would have been know, really cool to see like, world. It would have been really cool to like see some Lego stuff, you know, because they did team up with Lego. And I don't know if you've watched any of the Lego movies, but I have kids and, and I have. And some of them are freaking brilliant. Like Lego Batman, is ungodly hilarious, even if you're an adult. That's the, that's the one I watched and I was like, I don't like it. You don't I like Lego Batman? No, I don't like Lego Batman. Users left your channel. I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, I like the idea. Uh, let's let's okay. Let's do this first. Which event's got to go? That's the thing. I don't think it would be a wise move to take any of the events out because even even the weakest ones uh, are fun in their own way. Um, and like you said earlier, I, I think I kind of agree with you that Winter Wonderland as the game type uh, that they have is the weakest event. But as far as like skins and stuff goes, it's usually one of the stronger ones, in my opinion. Winter Wonderland? I don't think Winter Wonderland usually has that strong of skins, to be honest with you. I don't know. They usually have some pretty cool ones. Like, um, I mean, it's obviously, it's all opinion, you know, but I just don't true. think Wonder, Wonder, I think Wonder, Wonderland has the worst, <laughs> the worst games. And I think it has, I'm trying to think. Uh, Maze Snowball Offensive. Skins? Yeah, Maze Snowball Offensive. I thought that one was pretty uh, cool, though. I, I kind of like that Snowball game. Snowball Offensive but... isn't bad. It's, it's definitely not bad, but compared, actually, you know what? Let's be honest with you. CTF is trash. So, <laughs> yeah, you're right. But the Chinese you know, New Year would almost be kind of offensive, though, to take that one out. <laughs> well, first of all, it's not Chinese New Year. It's Lunar New Year. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you, you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, CTF is uh, is is probably the 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 worst. It's the second worst event. The worst event is Maze Yeti Hunt. What? that is the worst that's the worst that's the that's the worst uh game event right and what you could do and if you want to do like a community appreciation thing okay bring your event in like you always have for a year you don't have to change it even if you do it during summer games keep copa lucio ball that's great great event everybody loves it great game type no problem but then add in some community skins community things like that you know summer games community appreciation week or whatever you know mm -hmm. add it in addition to that, you know, now that I have, I've had a now I'm thinking about it a little bit. I think they should replace the anniversary with the community appreciation event or merge that merge the two merge the anniversary and community that should appreciation be a event. good time to do it. Yeah, because let's be honest, some of the anniversary skins have been hot garbage. Like the uh, the Bastion skin from the anniversary, where he looks like a dune buggy, <laughs> but he's not a car. <laughs> you know, he just has dune buggy stuff on him. You know, so I, that would be a good idea. I'm not a fan of the Soldier 76 skin they got for the legendary. You know, I'm trying to think who had a good one. Did Hanzo have a good? I think Hanzo did have a good. Uh, was that his uh, his like suit one? I think so. That one was a good so. skin, like like Yakuza Hanzo. Yeah, but uh, dude, are you like that Bastion skin? I am so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just messing with you. Actually, no, I'm not messing about not liking that skin. But hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I am. I am not a fan of that Bastion skin. I'm not a fan of Bastion. I'm not sure if you heard. To be honest with you, <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, 
I think that'll probably be the best the best event to to merge it with, you know. And I think it'd be a great idea. It's like what he's saying is like, you know, take some of the community ideas. The community is is, is always doing a ton of awesome stuff. And if they make, I, I don't know if they worry about it for legal reasons or whatever, but if they if they reach out to a creator and say, hey, we we saw that you made this this kind of skin, we're we're interested in using it, you know, actually making it for this event, you know, would you mind us using it? You know, some of or, some or even have like, no. or even have a competition. You know, just like post right, a thing, yeah. like, "Hey, here's the terms. If you want to make a skin and post it up here, you know, if it's posted here, then our terms apply." And there's all your legal shit right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I would say like, there's a lot of cre- there are some creators that be like, "Well, you got to pay me for it." And I'm like, okay, well, if they don't want to do that, then they don't want to do it. Whatever. Right. But there's tons of creators that be like, "Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely," and just give them credit in the game for the creation or for the skin, you know? Right. I mean, so many creators would be like, they would jump on the chance to do that. And if they win, that is so much publicity for them. And that's payment. You know, it's not payment when you're, you know, just some nobody putting their stuff on your website or something like that. But this is Overwatch. That's payment. Right. Like if you're a small creator and you can get your name out there that way, I mean, it it depends, right? Like if you're using, if you're using your art to pay your bills, that's a different story because, you know, <laughs> uh, exposure, you know, ShopRite or your local supermarket doesn't take exposure, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, I mean, you got, it, it has to be on a creator by creator basis. That's why I wouldn't blame a creator for being like, no, I need money for it, for this. Like, I wouldn't right. blame him for it, you know. But there's a, I, but that still, with that being the case, there are a ton of creators that would jump on it. Like, oh, yes, I love Blizzard. I love your game so much. And I would love to uh have my creation in overwatch right they will love it right and i'm so sure there I would be some be... kind of compensation if they did did a thing like that you know they, they would right they, they wouldn't do that i wouldn't think i would i would i would definitely have more confidence in blizzard than to do something like that and not pay anything. i i don't think they'd pay for it <laughs> to be honest with I you don't know. i mean i don't know about hard payment but definitely something you know maybe some kind of reward like some kind of big fancy Overwatch like gift box or something cool like that. I don't know. They love doing that. Yeah, you also, you also can't trade that for food. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, when I say eBay, payment, son. I mean <laughs> federal Federal Reserve notes. That's what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> not real I money, job. <laughs> pay me in gold. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Most of our audience should get that. Most of you are between 28 to 34. I hope you get that joke. <laughs> uh, uh, welcome back but, to um, the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I do think um, I think it would be a great idea like to get some of it. Because I see a ton of stuff on Twitter all the time that looks really, really awesome. You know, if we had some community voice lines of popular things, you know, people say. You know, they can get somebody wearing a shirt that says that is not gospel. I'll let you, I'll let that go for free. You know what I'm saying? You can have that one because everybody needs to know. You just need a reminder. <laughs> oh, man, uh, I actually wore uh, this, this is going to be slightly off topic, but to also kind of on. Uh, so I went to the bar the other day and I was wearing my Watchpoint Radio shirt with the uh, medicine gospel on the back. And uh, it God, that shirt fits so freaking well. Like, I don't have a single T-shirt that fits quite like that one does by the way, guys. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I went out of the bar wearing it and, um, I, I don't, I don't know. I've worn it before out in public, but I guess everybody was really drunk and they're like, 
hey man, what's that? You know, like, well, I'm glad you asked. Don't forget to go. <laughs> I got so yeah, many conversations yeah. about Watchpoint Radio. Everybody's like, oh, you do podcasts and stuff? I'm like, well, yeah, I'm, I'm on a podcast and it's about, what's Overwatch? Well, it's it's a podcast. What's a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, I've gotten into some conversations about Watchpoint Radio, but two of the times that I did, somebody thought I had to do with church. I'm like, no, <laughs> only the church of Ja. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because oh, so. the gospel thing on the back got you. Yeah, the gospel thing on the back. They're like, what is that? I mean, you know. But uh, yeah, Diverso, it says he wants to see a Floyd Mayweather skin. What on Doomfist? Just knocking people out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Floyd's a defensive fighter. <laughs> you <Oof>. know, <laughs> he is. <laughs> Floyd Mayweather's a defensive fighter. That's why he wins all the time. He's very good at what he does. True. true. <laughs> you know, I'm not hating on Floyd. You know. I just don't expect to see a bunch of knockouts at a Floyd fight. That's all. I'm just Ball saying, skin a Mike Tyson fist. skin would be great. Oh, yeah. Mike Tyson skin. Katie, uh, Katie Cat 90 says Balrog skin for Doomfist. That would actually be really good. That would be, be awesome. Oh, they could do like an Overwatch Street Fighter. Oh, that would be so dope. It's actually an Overwatch Street Fighter crossover in the mod scene for Street Fighter Five. Like, there's there like, really? um, oh. Yeah, there's Overwatch skins you can get for PC if you mod the game. Like there's um there's a Tracer one, but I forget who this. I think it's I think it's Cammy. That's Tracer. Oh, God. Uh, that's like a dream a come true. <laughs> there's like a yeah, there's like a, a Reinhardt one. He said Cammy could be Mercy. Yeah, sure, yeah, I can that's see fine. That. Chun Li would be Diva. Ooh, that's a little racist, don't you think? No, I'm joking, but. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, that that could work. That could definitely work. <laughs> oh, she just said no. She didn't find that one too funny. <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, I mean, you can have it. That would be really dope if they did start doing crossovers and stuff like that. All right. I mean, can you imagine a uh, Mike Tyson Doomfist and he has like the face tattoo and everything? Oh, yeah. And like boxing trunks. That would be freaking awesome. That would be cool. That would be cool. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually, if they're working on or have a Doomfist skin that, right. that's like a boxer. And instead or something of the Doomfist, like he just like has a giant boxing glove or something. <laughs> yeah. Vega would be Genji. Would uh, Reaper be uh, Bison? <laughs> no. That would, yeah. That would yeah, be funny. I, I guess that would work. Yeah. Yeah. Reaper could be Bison. So it pretty much has to be Guile's soldier. Yeah, as a guy or a soldier, that that is right. I'm trying to think who could be Ryu. I'm trying to think. I know uh McCree could be Ken for sure. Yeah. McCree, McCree could be Ken. I know Ken. <laughs> yeah. Who <laughs> she said who's the firewall guy? That's Ken or Ryu. The same thing. Oh, that's know. that's a big question in the world of Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, now the crossovers would be cool. But that's just skins, like you know, they could bring more dances into the oh, game. Oh, Yoga Flame is Dalsim. Oh, that's Dalsim. Oh, fire. Okay, that kind of fire guy. Okay, so Dalsim. Okay, yeah, for 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 Zenyatta. That's cool. oh yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that, that, that if they did more crossovers or this community appreciation event, it would just open it up. Uh, you know. They could just open it up for Torbjorn uh, is Ryu. <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. I was like, Torbjorn Ryu is Torbjorn. That's funny. Sure, Ryu can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Yeah, I mean that that'll just make the game like really fun, you know. That something like that would even maybe reinvigorate loot box sales, you know what I'm right. saying? We know you can make like, you know, specific loot boxes for specific things. Like, you know, so even if they had just had not? more crossovers from Blizzard games, you know, I would buy a Lost Vikings Torbjorn skin. Come on. That is true. That'd be hilarious. That'd be really, really funny. Yeah. I don't th- I don't know if Blizzard, you know relies enough on their other properties you know i mean technically you can make them a cree skin like that's more starcraft like because that's originally they were like I, i'm not sure if you guys remember blizzcon not the last blizzcon i passed but the one before that and they were talking about how they came to overwatch as it is and one of the prototypes they were working on before you know like after titan failed was a starcraft game and that's where you got mccree that's why mccree looks the way he does like mccree like mccree was supposed to be like a futuristic style, like cowboy or something like that. Kind of like Rainer is in Starcraft. So, you know, you know, have another star, have a Starcraft crossover, but make McCree more Starcraft like, you know. I don't know. Maybe McCree is is, is, as Starcraft like as he's going to get. Right. (laughs) Or like an orc Reinhardt. Are you kidding me? Come on. (laughs) Aloof says Diablo Immortal scans with the voice line. Don't you guys have phones? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that'd be funny that's a ouch low Ooh, blow that'd man be, that'd be good I'm trying to think who would who would sound best saying that i think doomfist everything doomfist sounds like he, everything he says makes him sound like an asshole right <laughs> you know so i think doomfist would be like i, I kind of cool with that that'd be really funny you know now I, I gotta be honest, I don't, like in terms of like community voice lines stuff like that, I don't watch enough streams, so I don't, I wouldn't even know what community, what they could say. I mean, besides the stuff we say on this show, because this this is the community show, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, other than that, I'm not a hundred percent, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Right, and they have done voice lines like that, like Torbjorn's nod to uh, Jeff Kaplan, working as intended, you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, yes. Yeah, maybe they should hop in our Discord sometime. There's some gems in there that <laughs> pop up every now and again. So that'd be uh, really funny. Uh, back to Anthem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back to Anthem, which uh, I kind of actually forgot that I owned Anthem for like three weeks straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof, that, that joke did not age well, you know, because nobody's going back to Anthem. Sorry, right. dudes. Yeah, I just offended somebody. Like, Anthem's fine. It's really good. It's, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> yeah. What could have been? What could have been? But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's that's kind of like I said. We had a this is a, this is a really light show because nothing's really going on. Um, the community really kind of feels like it's a bit down right now. You right. know, well, we had all that. Like we had the event and that was kind of disappointing, and then we got kind of a half-ass roadmap from Kaplan during his stream and everything. And like, there's a lot to be excited about, but like you predicted, no new information about any of it since then. Yeah. And it kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm almost ready for this event to end because then stuff is supposed to start rolling out. Right. (laughs) You know, stuff is supposed to start start rolling out. Um, you know, once, uh, once we're done with this event, like they said, we're going to get patches up till the anniversary event. I'm pretty sure the anniversary event is going to start March tw- May 24th. I think is that when Overwatch came? I think Overwatch came out like May 24th. That sounds 2016, right. You know, 
So it's, that's it's when, exactly one month from the day this will release. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, we're going to get patches in this. So it's kind of like, okay. And then not to mention, we'll still be able to, if you do like this event, you'll still be able to play it if you really want to, because during the anniversary event, everything is available. Actually, I wonder, I wonder if the new feature, like that, that new feature that people have been asking for that they, uh, that they're going to put in is the ability for the, of the arcade to have everything available all the time. I wonder if that's what they're doing. Well, if they do that though, that kind of takes the luster out of events, you know, unless they do a new event. No, no, I I don't mean event stuff, but uh, even right now, the arcade, like 3v3 elimination isn't always available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. That will be super dope if they did that. I'll be very happy about it because then I, I think I'd actually play 3v3 more because when I go to look to see if 3v3 there, oh, it's not there. Pfft, done. Yeah. Like, you know, forget about it. So, um, let's see. Oh, well, it looks like Aloof does have a question. He says, what do you think about the SR system wins and losses? I don't think it is extreme enough for performance. What do you mean you don't think it's ex- extreme enough for a performance? I mean, people always are, are just upset about the SR wins and losses, uh, right? Generally, because a lot of people feel that they don't get enough SR for a win and they get a bunch of SR lost for a loss, you know? And um, I had a meme about that. It was uh, Thanos holding, you know, holding the little two sided knife from uh, Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> and it has like a uh, win uh, plus 19 SR, lose minus 27 SR. And it says perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this is the actual, I think this is the hidden MMR system at work. It's the game trying, thinking that, you know, you should be at this place. And the game is going to try to keep you there. So even when you win, it doesn't give you that much SR. And if you lose, it takes more away. And it's not like that for everybody. Perfect example, my practice account right now. I, uh, if I lose on that account, I'm only losing like 20 SR on a loss. It's like, it's a, it's a, this isn't high platinum right now. But if I win, I'm getting between 25 to 27 SR per win, right? It's my practice account. I don't, I'm not going to throw any games on it, but I'm not trying to get that account into diamond, you know? Uh, so the system knows that I play at a certain level. It, so it wants me to be at a higher level. So it's, it's trying to push me up there. And the same thing is that if the system believes that you should be playing at a lower level, it will try to push you down. And I mean, that's, that's a tough spot because I mean, I used to have the same thing happen to me too for a while. You know, I think I only noticed the difference between seasons. So, and I, I don't really have any evidence. This is just an observation, you know, so I can't say this for sure. So there's a possibility that the, that hidden MMR really doesn't change until the, you know, when you do your placements and something like that, maybe. But then on top of that, like, I mean, I, I think I've had a change mid-season like once or twice where I was just like losing a whole bunch. And then I come back a couple days later and now I'm winning a whole bunch. So I think it, it, it at least lasts for 24 hours, right? <laughs> you know, I think it at least lasts for 24 hours. Just based off observation. Don't take that as a fact, but it's it, it's a little weird. But um, yeah, I, I honestly think that they should just have a flat SR like you do in Diamond. Diamond and above, you flat um a flat SR for a win or a loss. And I do think that should be applied to the lower tiers as well. The problem is that 
the the I think some like somebody brought up before is that well when you get down to the low low tiers like bronze or silver, once the system determines that you need to move up to the next tier, it's actually more helpful than harmful, because you could lose like, you know, two in a row, and then if you win, you know, two like it, it, you you're you're net positive, right? Right. So. Uh, I think that's the reason they left it below diamond, but honestly, I think they should at least move it to like plat because around plat to mid plat is when people can actually start playing the game for real, for real. uh, And you can no longer carry. Um, I'd say probably even as low as like mid gold, you can't, so you can't really solo carry anymore, but below that you potentially can, uh, if you're good enough, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like it it does suck when it's happening to you for sure. Like I used to, I used to hate it. I used to hate that. Like I, there were there were times where I would only get like eighteen SR for a win, and I lose twenty SR, twenty five SR for a loss. And it's like, what the? Right. I played better this game than I did the previous, you know. And that's that system trying to pull you to pull you back. It's the man holding you down. It's so just the. Another example of a man holding a brother down. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but... Uh, and yeah, to be it, clear, before anybody gets offended and posts something on SoundCloud again, Ja is in fact a brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That was yeah, the funniest called, shit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 this is weeks ago at this point. Somebody called me and like, what they, they called me like a, a white boy with a microphone. I was like, oh, man, upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I put my application in years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Finally getting around to me. You know? <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. That's why people listen to Watchpoint Radio comments like that. You're right. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. So so some people get a little mad. I don't even remember what that's a... Oh, that was about the... No, it's, the, it's, um, it's your boy casual racism, I think it was. Yes. Yes. That's what he said. It's, it's your boy casual racism. So it's whatever episode that happened on. And uh, they were upset. There's like nothing funny about casual racism. I was like, "What?" And I, I replied back. I was like, "You're getting really upset for the mere mention of casual racism." Like, <laughs> you know, that's a <laughs> lot of anger for the same for somebody say, just saying the words casual racism. You know, so they actually they said in the comment that this is the first time they're listening. The last time I was like, "Good for you." That this is not even <laughs> the worst, <laughs> right? Oh uh, man, it's kind of uh, like when you get a crappy customer coming in. Uh, like I used to work at Starbucks. You get a really crappy customer, and they suck all around. They're like, "Well, you just lost a customer," and I'm like, "Thank God, bye." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It, it's not for everybody. It is not for everybody. But we're glad you guys are here. Those of you who st- stuck around, we do appreciate it. With that, though, I don't think we're gonna be able to give you the full ninety minutes. I think we're gonna have to start wrapping up here. We're gonna start wrapping up here. You can yeah, play this, this is about our target time. You know, we're coming in right about an hour or so. You know, we're, exactly. doing, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Blame, blame Jeff. Blame Jeff for uh, you know not not giving us any news yet. But hell, hey, look, we should have. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up, but I am looking forward to hearing what they've been working on and. You know, I am hopeful. Uh, I can't so we'll wait see. for that bomb. Waiting for that bomb of information. Yes, yes. So we'll see. Oh, uh, you know me. I, I'm not going to overhype anything, but I just have faith. That's all. I have faith <laughs> that they're not going to work and sitting on their ass and doing nothing. <laughs> you know, like I'm. That's. I have faith that they're actually that they are doing something. So 
Uh, but let's go ahead and start closing up here. Like we didn't have any community questions, but Fo- not Fozzie, sorry, Aloof kind of gave us one there. So thank you, Aloof. I appreciate that. Uh, still, if you guys haven't checked out Push the Point yet and you like the Overwatch League, I would highly suggest you check out the podcast. It is a great podcast with Ramses and Labosco. And they don't just do it's not just another Overwatch League recap show. They basically talk about the news items or the storylines with the Overwatch League. It's it's actually pretty entertaining. I got to be honest with you. I don't put it on 2x speed as I'm editing it. <laughs> So <laughs> I actually do listen to it while I'm editing it. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. So check out push the point. It should be available on almost every podcast platform. Now, if you just search for it, you can also go to the Nationals buttons website and check it out. Uh, additionally, we are looking for people for community episodes. We do have one community episode coming up soonish soonish. So as soon as we get, we're going to get a chance to record it here in a few weeks. So that's going to be exciting, but yeah, you know, if you have something you want to talk about in Overwatch, just just you know, shoot us a message. We're gonna get into our contact info here in a little bit, but you can shoot us a message, and you know we you can come on the show and talk about it. Uh, also, talking, I want to talk about the rank roles in Discord. More people are coming in and getting into the rank roles. Thank you guys for hopping into the Discord, and I hope everything's working out for you. If the rank roles really aren't working out for you, you have any suggestions? Definitely feel free to to let me know. Shoot me a message, or you know something like that. Uh, but yeah, if you are especially a lower ranked player like in bronze or silver, we're looking for people to come in and group up with our bronze and silver players. You can become one of our bronze or silver players, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, hopefully you guys can, you know, climb up the ranks together. It's better to do it as a team than not. Uh, just head to the PC LFG channel and it'll, there's a there's there's a um, a pin post there on how to use the rank roles so for all. uh platforms all right so you can check it out there looks like i think the next xbox game night is next friday so i will make i will remind you guys on uh next week about the next xbox game night and uh the next i don't have a date for the next ps4 game night but i'm sure death squad will let me know when that's happening even though you guys are pretty active already so all right yeah the the ps4 guys they they they, they're pretty active and play together all the time. So if you're on the PS4, you know, hop into discord and you know, you can play with those guys. All right. And, uh, you know, if you're not here on the live stream, we do live stream every Tuesday, sometime between nine and 10 PM. We usually start EST tonight was a little later. Actually last week was later too. We're really trying to get that pinned down. It's, it's really is my fault folks. It's my fault that it's starting. It's all your fault. It ja. Yeah, so it really is. So we're trying to, when I say we, I mean I. I'm trying to pin that down a bit better. So, but we would love to have you here on stream with us to, you know, discuss and have a good time. Catch the pre-show, the post-show. I mean, pre-show should happen great. sometimes. <laughs> pre-show is always great. Post-show is when we talk about the strippers at Magic City in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, that only happened once, folks. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> Somebody's got to show up oh, in post show. Yeah, I'm here for the strippers. Yeah. <laughs> I always uh, want to talk. Uh, you know, we want to hear about your Overwatch stories, guys. So, like, you can feel free to contact us. Like I said, we're going to get into your, our contact info here in a little bit. Uh, we do have a PS4 community and Xbox One club. They're both called Watchpoint Radio Overwatch. And uh, if you want to be a part of the game nights, so just hook up with some additional uh, players that, you know, also listen to podcasts, you know, hop into those uh, communities and clubs. 
And like I mentioned earlier, we'd love to have you in the Discord, discord.me slash mash those buttons. And I always like talking about Heroes of Overwatch. It's a great Overwatch group to be a part of if you're on Facebook, whether you want to find new people to play with or keep up with news or the latest memes, check out Heroes of Overwatch. And I thank you guys for listening. We'll give you guys our uh, social media here. If you like, want to follow the show and keep up with the updates, Twitch to, on uh, Twitter.com slash Watchpoint Radio. Kendra, you want to give me your social media info? Yeah, you can catch me on Twitch at NerfKinderPlease. That's PLS. Also on YouTube by the same name. Uh, I want to try to start streaming a little more lately, but I don't know if I'm going to use the Fragging Out channel or not. We'll see. Okay. Yeah, I was like, did he mean to say Twitch? <laughs> yeah, but you meant to say Twitch, not Twitter. Oh, did I? Oh, you said twitch.tv slash nerf nerf wonder I meant Kinder, to say please. Twitter. You can find me on on uh Twitter at nerfkinder please. But uh yeah, I, I do have a Twitch. It's just uh fragging out, but I don't know if I'm gonna use that one or not. I'll I'll see about making a Nerfkinder please one. Gotcha. Okay. And you can find me on Twitter at Church of Ja. And um the dude I, actually I think the dude is the dude abides underscore B. And when I stream, I do stream here on Twitch.tv slash Mashless Buttons. Just not that frequently. I mean, I'll, I'll, I stream when I can. Like, I think when I, when I play Overwatch, I'm going to start streaming more for sure. People seem, seem to enjoy that. Uh, but, um, yeah, I, uh, there's a lot of other stuff happening, so I just don't have that much time to stream, you know. And when I do stream, it's always like midnight, 1 a.m. So, like, aloof <laughs> watches. <laughs> you know, people in other countries watch, but not a lot of the people in the United States. But, yeah. It is what it is. Um, we encourage you guys to contact the show with co- you know comments and questions. So you can you can email us if you want to at wprmashthosebuttons.com. You can also message us on Twitter or on our Twitter accounts, you, or you can come into Discord and send us a message there. You know those are probably the best places to reach us if you're trying to contact the show. And if you enjoy the show and you want to help us out, the best way to do that is to share the show with others and to rate and review the show on your podcast platform of choice. And if you want to take your support a bit further, you can become a Patreon, which is uh, patreon.com slash watchpoint radio. You can buy merch from our Teespring store, which is teespring.com slash stores slash mash those buttons. Or you can become a Twitch subscriber, which is uh, here for twitch.tv slash mash those buttons. We appreciate all you guys who, 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 uh, you know, subscribe and our patrons or buy stuff from the store. We do, we really do appreciate your support. Thank you very much. And I encourage you guys to stay tuned after the show to hear about our other shows. And with that, we are done for the week. Hope you guys enjoy your week. Hope you guys enjoy Overwatch and are ready for whatever news we're going to get because we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, Tater. Thank you for choosing a Mash Those Buttons podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to subscribe to one of our shows, you can find us on multiple podcast platforms across iOS and Android. Just search for the show on a podcatcher like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and hit subscribe. If you can't find us on your favorite podcast platform of choice, just go right to the MashThoseButtons.com website, grab the RSS feed, and put it into your podcatcher of choice. If you want to check out some other podcasts you may enjoy, 
you should check out mashosbuttons.com slash shows. For World of Warcraft fans, we have two podcasts, WoW Talk, which is our news and community podcast, and The Torn and the Goblin, which is our lore and story podcast. If you enjoy Overwatch, make sure to check out Watchpoint Radio to keep up with the latest on Overwatch and its community. If you enjoy fighting games, make sure you check out Double Tap for the latest in the FGC. If you're a fan of The Division or looking forward to The Division 2, make sure you check out Sit Rep Radio. If you want to keep up with the latest that mash those buttons, you can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mtbsite, facebook.com slash mash those buttons, and youtube.com slash mash those buttons. We'd also like to have you join our Discord community. So just go to discord.me slash mash those buttons and join us for a chat. Once again, thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.